This is a podcast brought to you by The Stress Times and The Business Times. Welcome to Health Check, a podcast series by The Straits Times where we tackle health tips and the impact of national policies with expert guests. I'm Joyce Teo and my co-host is Ernest Lewis. Today we're here to discuss screen time and how much of it is okay. Hi Joyce. Hi. That's an interesting proposition. Screen time and how much of it is okay because I'm often at dinner and I see very commonly parents and they will shove an iPad and an iPhone mm. into the kids' hands and then that's it. They're quiet for the rest of the meal. But is that really good when they should be interacting at dinner time? I mean, I don't know. You tell me. What have you found um, out? That works actually. It's very common. But if you look at the new guidelines in the UK, right, parents themselves, they should decide how much screen time is enough for their children. So over there, right, the Royal College of Pediatrics and Child Health in the UK released the first ever guidelines on children's screen time earlier this year. Oh, wow. Okay. So it said I would not recommend any age-appropriate time limits because there's not enough evidence that screen time harms the child's health at any age. Right. So instead, mm. right, families should negotiate screen time limits with their children based on the children's needs. Okay. So they're not recommending time limits for age-appropriate time limits, right? That's what you're saying? Yes. But is there anything that we parents should do with their children um, to okay. limit them? They are saying that there is evidence that screen time can harm sleep. So the college did recommend that children refrain from using digital devices in the hour before bedtime. Wow, okay. Adults could use that as well. Yes, we should set a good <laughs> example, actually. Okay, so does yeah. that mean excessive screen time? time is okay. It's not. I mean, there's still some controversy, right? But the doctors that I've spoken to, they all said that excessive screen time is not recommended, especially for young children. Okay, why is that? Because does it sort of affect their ability to develop their EQ? Does it affect their attention span? Yes. So, I mean, they're saying that the lack of solid evidence, right, does not mean that excessive screen time is not helpful. So the main fear with this is when screen time displaces physical activity and face-to-face social interaction. Because uh, like the doctor said, face-to-face interaction is still the preferred way of social engagement. And that is when you activate more of your learning as you use more skill sets, your motor skills, your physical skills, your social skills. And this comes from Dr. Ong Se Hao, a senior consultant and chief of the Department of Developmental Psychiatry at IMH, right? Yes, that's right, yes. Okay. Is it also true that Singapore kids are sleep-deprived? Yes, Singapore kids are sleep-deprived and uh, Dr. Ong did say children should not sacrifice their sleep to use screen time. Now, if you like what you're hearing so far, do subscribe to our series Health Check on Apple's iTunes or Google Podcasts or even on Spotify and like us and give us a rating. Now, back to our conversation with Joyce. So, Ernest, we sometimes see very young children watching cartoons, right, or even educational videos on mobile phones. But Dr. Ong said as a guide, right, a child, especially those below 18 months, should not be exposed to screen time at all. Mm. Because a young child, he's still learning basic skills like toileting and eating and developing their fine motor and language skills. And screen time is not going to help in those areas. Right. So the kid should just concentrate on toileting and eating. And the parents should just make sure that the kid concentrates on these activities. And learning fine motor skills like going outdoors, spending time outdoors basically, and interacting with their parents. Okay. Now, if you're a concerned parent listening at this point in the podcast, now you want to know what is excessive. We have some US guidelines and UK guidelines. You can find it in the text description of this podcast episode. So do spend some time reading those after you listen to us. So Joyce, tell Mm. us, out of all the tips that we've given in our text description, what Mm -hmm. are the key tips, key recommendations that you want to highlight? Okay, so the doctors told me, I mean, chiefly, parents need to supervise their children when it comes to screen time. It's convenient, you know, to just give them the device and then leave them to it. 
but they mm. should actually see what the child is actually watching. So like Dr. Ong said in the story that I've written earlier this year, right, the brain of a child is like a sponge. So a young and immature child may not be able to discern what is real and what is not, what is right and what is not right. So parents should actually, you know, maybe for younger children, watch the video with them. And then they can, for older children, they can engage with their child on social media and in the process, interact and guide them online. Yeah, I like the part where the parents are encouraged to create media-free times. Mm-hmm. Media-free times would be what? Would that be um, like... Like, you know, during meal times, especially lunch, dinner, breakfast, yeah. Mm, okay, so that's a good takeaway. Doctors also say that limits should be enforced from young so that the Mm. child knows that he does not have free access to digital media because you can't take for granted that he will know when to stop. Okay. So Joyce, the other thing about screen time, I mean, they've also got to be wary of their children being exposed to the risk of revealing too much of their own private data as well. Oh yeah, that's what uh, parents should uh, teach their children how to protect themselves online actually. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So that they don't get into harm, yeah. Okay. So Joyce, in that mm. case, right, video games, mm-hmm. is that good screen time or bad screen time? Well, um, there's some research saying that playing um, video games like Warcraft, it can boost some aspects of cognitive functions such as reaction time, complex reasoning and visual memory. And that's what I heard from uh, Dr. Gary Small. He's a psychiatry professor and director of the University of California, Los Angeles Longevity Center. And he said that in moderation, right, video games can be fun. So they represent another form of social interaction. It's only when gaming becomes excessive, right, Mm. that it may have a negative impact on face-to-face communication skills or emotional and social intelligence. Yeah, I mean, if you're playing a simple video game with your parents and you're talking and laughing and all that, that's helpful. But if you're in the zone and solo for hours and hours on end... That might not be great. That's not going to be good, actually. And also, Dr. Ong has said that for a child or a young teenager, if he keeps watching violent or sexual scenes, right, he becomes sensitized to them and he may reenact them in the real world. Because people think that teenagers are mature, but they're actually not. So Dr. Ong said studies have shown that your brain is fully mature only in your mid-20s. Okay. And uh, Joyce, what about ADHD? Is that a problem also when it comes to managing screen time? There's some research showing that, you know, excessive screen time can lead to increased risk of children getting ADHD, which is an attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Dr. Ong said that if the child has a short attention span, excessive gaming does increase the risk of him developing ADHD. So as always, we should be practicing moderation, good management and open communication with our children as well. Mm-hmm to discuss all the parameters and the boundaries as well, right? Mm -hmm. To manage screen time. Yes, correct. So Dr. Ong also said that for children with ADHD, I mean, they do tend to like to use the computer because everything is dry on the books because they are inattentive, they're hyperactive. Mm. So the problem is when they use too much of it and then when they read a book, they find it very dull and they become fidgety and they can't focus. Right. So too much of it is not a good thing for them. Okay. Yeah, in fact, doctors have mentioned that for parents, when you actually negotiate screen time with your child, you have to look at whether your child is sensitive or not. So for a sensitive child, a greater monitoring would be needed. If you're less sensitive as a parent, you can decide how much you want to give them. Okay, so the key takeaways for us from this episode would be moderation, discussing as a family how to manage your screen time, and also making sure that you have uh, certain limits, especially one hour before sleep, right? Yes, that's very important. Okay. Well, that's a wrap for Health Check. We hope you like this latest healthy living tips. Do subscribe to Health Check on Apple's iTunes or on Google Podcast or even on Spotify and like us and give us a rating. That was an SPH podcast. Find us on iTunes, Google Podcasts and streaming on Google Home. 
do send your feedback to podcast at sph.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at straightstimes.com and bt.sg.